What's going on, everybody? Welcome back over to The Big Thing, and it's Shang-Chi, the review. Yes, absolutely. I did not see it, but I, I am going to be talking to Koi Andrew, who did see it. And, man, I can't wait. I have so many questions about this movie, and, and Koi is going to not only talk about his great experience being there at the premiere and running into Kevin Feige and doing the Koi Andrew selfie thing that he does and does well. <laughs> uh, a lot of stuff that we're going to talk about with Koi because it's Shang-Chi time. People are raving about this movie. I can't wait to talk about it. It's a non-spoiler. And here we go. On the big thing, Mother F's. Boom. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Big Thing Show on the SEN Network. I'm me. You're you. That's what I figured out in this world. Uh, anyway, everybody's raving about Shang-Chi, man. I, I'm so glad it's as good as people are saying, so I don't feel like I'm just a Marvel fanboy in this one. Like, there's some that I feel like I have to have a little flavor. I had to add a little yeah. little comic gumption. Well, it is well known. You are a Marvel shill. I, I, it's, I mean, I yes. got the hat on. Yes. Frankly, I got a picture with Feige. So, I mean, right. what else have I got? What are you going to do? What am I going to do? What are you going to do? Well, thankfully, the Suicide Squad was exceptional, so I can actually have something to lean on. It, that, it, that one really helped it, me. It, it doesn't matter if you like... Every single movie that came out DC, Still if you like show. one Marvel movie, <laughs> you're a Marvel show. You and if that? I like The Last Jedi, I'm not even welcome here. I don't know how I got invited. I told you never to bring That's that true. movie. That's true. I did. In, in your home, no less. God no. damn. No. Uh, anyway, Koi Jandrew is here. It is good to have him here. Manager of the Quirky Mercs. Um, an absolute genius when it comes to these movies, to hear him break down stuff. I will tell you, there's going to be a million times and million references, and I'm going to nod my head <laughs> as if I know what Koi is saying. And the answer is, I know nothing, Jon Snow. And we will. Also, I know that I talked about Eternals on Friday, but I am going to be talking about it uh, a little bit with Koi also because there's tons of stuff that I want to know how this all pans out, man, like as far as how this new Phase 4 is coming. Because as I mentioned real quick on, on Friday, the Eternals might be the Marvel movie that I've been looking for and didn't realize I was looking for because yeah. it seems to have everything. Like it's it's kind of built for me, the the, this, the type of – I like this, the overall Iron Man superhero type of movie this this seems like other even otherworldly people been around for centuries epic type stuff that's it's like almost like dune's coming out but it's yeah. got like a, it's got like a eternals has like a the dune. cast is similar to like the yes. type of actor the, the 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 texture of the film yeah feels very dune and like i said i in the in the thing on friday is that i i liked i was worried about angelina jolie being in that movie because i was like oh they're just gonna tear, turn this into an angelina jolie movie and it looks like she's just part of the cast yeah and she's I love an ensemble that. and that's rare and, and, I love and that's that. the caliber of the cast that she doesn't look like it's the angelina jolie and friend show it says a lot about her too that she's just yeah. like no, no no i just want to be in it let's 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 do it give me a cool role yeah and let's make it work well, but, i her at Comic Con about it, and the the mythology of it is what was drawn to her because she's she's big on mythology. Yeah. She's big on that whole like Greek and and depth of these characters. Felt like that. And this is that. It had so like a Troy feel to it. Sword all, and sandal pick, all, dude. I, I'm 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 pretty pumped up about that one. But we are going to start with Shang Chi here because the reason why I was like I knew nothing about this movie at all. Yeah, like the, the comics, nothing. Uh, how it fits into anything? Nothing. I know it's a full-on origin story, which I think that you might have said in your in your tweet that it's, um, it, it's like a full blown like the best it's origin my story since, since Phase One since Iron Man, right? Yeah, yeah. So why, what what lot. makes this movie so good? It 
is an MCU film yeah. without feeling like it's stuck within the confines of the MCU. A lot of times, like the it's the opposite of Iron Man two. It builds the universe without feeling constrained to the universe. Right. So you're having an experience in a world that's growing, and you don't feel alienated. And they're able to tie you to characters that shouldn't work in really immediate ways. They use pop culture. Okay. They use song. They use uh, pop it's got culture. That mar- it's got that Marvel humor. But then the third act is they haven't shown barely any of it. The third act is so surprising yeah. and so big, and it literally could be its own. 10 film franchise really the way it goes the places it goes are so big it's almost infinity war in scope in a solo film and it does that by endearing you to a character for two acts and then exploding the movie out into like a mythic world i have so many questions um (laughs) and i think one of the questions that i have is because i think sometimes and i said this with brett the other day sometimes when people go to premieres especially when you haven't been in a theater as much lately and it's the first big marvel premiere that it is it's it's a little intoxicating when you go and everybody comes out like like was there any of that kind of obviously going into it but at the end of it do you think it added to it? Have you seen it since? Because I know some people have seen it since. I haven't seen it since because I wanted people to actually get to see it. I think it's yeah. a little like, you know, there's limited seats, you guys. I see right. you going double dipping. Uh, yeah. But I, I did go to the Black Widow premiere, which was at the El Cap. So yes. I got a little taste of that pizzazz. Right. So this wasn't my well, did first. Did you love Black Widow? I did, but not as much as this. Okay. And that was my first. So okay. technically, that would be my That would like, be the first. Inti- that's the first drug. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like right. I, This is my methadone yeah, now. You're, I'm just staying right. on. <laughs> you're off the sauce. Yeah, exactly. I'm just pacing yeah. myself, my, my MCU. Uh, to me, what made this so captivating in theaters was, since I hadn't seen the third act on screen, I was expecting one movie. I got it. And then yeah. it was like I got a bonus sequel built in. So what was intoxicating right. about it was, in the thing I liked, actually, it's a perfect example. Black Widow, what I liked about it was that it reminded me of The Winter Soldier, which is my favorite MCU film. Okay. And I liked that because the brutal action and the style of violence and the, and the rapid It's like a born identity movie. Exactly. Yeah. That feels really brutal and, and tangible. You feel like you could meet the Winter Soldier in the street and right. that'd be terrifying, right. but then you also feel the paranoia of the government watching over you. That's a very tangible movie. Black Widow captured that again. This is the opposite. This is all the action is beautiful poetry and it's long drawn out and it's and it's like an art house film, but it also feels like you're in a world and then your world explodes. So give me give me a movie that it it's comparable to outside of superhero movies. I would say it's Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon okay. meets Amblin eighties films meets hip hop culture. I like that. That's a good that's pretty Do you see Dope? Yes. Imagine Dope E. T. and Crouching Tiger had a baby. Okay, that's a that's that is a that is an an eccentric baby. Um, <laughs> it's a great baby. That's why it's doing it's so well. Baby. I think it appeals to different people that yeah. would normally like this kind of film. I'm, I mean, like I said, I'm I'm martial arts films. Grew up on them, loved them. Um, the Raid One, Raid Two are some of my favorite movies over the last like ten fifteen years. Uh, some people have been comparing some of the martial arts to Raid One, Raid Two. I get, I get, take it easy when I hear that. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know, but. The Raid 1 and 2, that, have you seen both of those I movies? I have. The martial arts in, that, in those movies, to compare them, I mean, you got to, that's like saying, oh, no, you should try Papa John's, man. <laughs> it's just as good. It's just as good as uh, Prince Street in, in, in Manhattan. It's, it's good. Mine's a little weirder. Mine would be um, the Drunken Master era Jackie Chan yeah. meets Jet Li's The One. Okay, see, that that to me, when I hear that, I go, okay, I could, I, from the trailers, I could see that. And I think that's more fair, okay, but also, I mean, the raid is, is it's, it's another animal. It's the, such a different animal, because it's such a lower budget, and it's... It's, it's the Dark Knight, it's another, it's like a superhero film, yes. but it's up here. And it's so dependent on the martial arts yeah. of, of it, it's as much of a character, and I'm sure it is in this too, but like, there's, 
it's a Marvel film. So mm-hmm. the Marvel, you have that added money that, like you said, it's so big and grand that the Raid 1 and 2 are not big and grand. They're big and grand as far as the overall martial arts. And you're like, how are they pulling off those tricks? But there is a scene in this that I get the Raid comparisons yeah. because what it does that the Raid does so well is it uses the Z-axis. So okay. you got your X yeah. and Y axis. Yeah. I've never seen martial arts in an American film use the Z axis like the. Okay, Ray so does. maybe that's why people are comparing. There's a you see in the trailers really. There's a scaffolding scene yeah. where they're fighting on the side of the building. Yeah. They use the depth of the building as much. That's as That's fun. Okay, width. so that's probably the comparison. So there's some too. and and there's also a bus sequence yeah. which is briefly in the trailers and they use the depth of the bus. So the whoever I mean Bill Pope was the cinematographer who did the Matrix. Yeah. Whoever choreographed these fights talked with Bill Pope for months because you feel he's using the camera like a character okay. and the martial arts actually make the film the most different from Marvel that I think since since Winter Soldier. That's what intrigues me about the movie because that's when I first saw the first trailer after knowing nothing about it and then seeing it, I'm like, okay, this is what, what Marvel has done famously is take movies and make them different genres, whether yeah. it's Doctor Strange or whether it's, uh, you know, uh, we just talked about Winter Soldier even the first Spider-Man was almost like a John Hughes type yeah. feel to Guardians it. Guardians was like nothing else at the time. Absolutely. So then being able to, and then we just talked about Eternals and how different that looks. So being able to do that, that's what is intriguing. So tell me about the story, though, without spoiling anything. What, what's what's the overall story and why should I care? So the beautiful thing about Shang-Chi is it's a family story, but I actually think this medium is better suited for it because you can only invest. I love comic books with all respect to comic books as a medium. You can only invest so much in a family dynamic and a comic book about like a father and son. If you don't know the comic already, right. you can't just pick up a Shang-Chi and go like, man, daddy issues. You need to be invested. Right. Yeah. Whereas in a film, you can see Simu's eyes. You can see Tony Leung, who's incredible in this as the father and be like, oh, there's a lot going on here. And they expound on that with a mother daughter relationship, a brother sister relationship, a father-son relationship but what's interesting a lot like the runaways is there's a criminal element that you actually understand the basis behind yeah so you not there's no villain here it's a guy doing something for a reason that he feels justified in and a scale of mythic quantities right so everything is like uh like the runaways a small scale villainy but you add a family dynamic you add martial arts you add a mythic quality so everything is as contained as an argument over a dinner table, right. but instead it's martial arts and traveling and dealing with thousands of years of, of mythology. That's good. So uh, all yeah. of that meets uh, a, a vibrant world of martial arts, incorporating the MCU without being um, so we, tied too tired to it. All right, so it. when you say that, like, like what? Meaning that it just because it takes place after Thanos does the snap and, and people are still trying to figure out like how the world works or... There's elements that tie to other mythic things we've teased in yeah. the MCU. And you've seen the abomination in the trailer. Right. But there's also elements that set up where phase four is going. Okay. So it's it's a middle piece. So it's basically, thanks for investing, everybody who invested beforehand. Here's your reward. And here's a taste. And here's if you're a- brand new to it, here's all a bunch of new characters you get to follow. But it does close the door in a way that uh, the, the film ends and it doesn't feel like you're left hanging. Yeah. But it also could be a 10 film franchise without tying to the MCU. But it also is going to be essential to watching the MCU. That's what Kevin Feige does best. He he manages to make a piece of a puzzle feel great in your hand. Right. So and also I, when you put it in. So basically he creates these tools and he's like, well, if I need to use that once we do that, because are they, they, they going to do more Avenger films or no? I there's think, new Avengers. I think we're leading to Young Avengers. Okay, Young Avengers. And so I what think is that's, that? So everyone, if you've noticed in the in the TV shows, there's a lot of kids. So you've got Wanda's kids. You've yes. got uh, the new kid Wanda's from... Wanda's kids dead? But at we the end, know. the very end, the button, she heard them. 
In oh, that other she? reality, she See, heard their. You remember all this shit. I don't. And I don't then, so we'll go. We'll go through in order. We have Wandavision with kids. Okay. And then Falcon Winter Soldier. He meets the Patriot, which is that kid that is the grandson of the Captain right. America, Cy yes. Bradley. Yes. Another that, kid. That one I remember. There it is. Yeah. So and then the most recent show, uh, we just are, are Loki. We, we just finished with Loki. Kid Loki's in there. Okay. And then we've got Ant Man's child who has abilities. She grow, uh, She's she's basically uh, of the I same. That, I think that gets tricky. But what's going to be interesting is I think that becomes a show. That way you have I'm a long I'm good with form. a show. It's a Disney Plus show, I think. Uh, I'm good with a show because I, I was I was one of those people who was like, they're going to do a Goonie sequel with the kids. <laughs> you know what but I if mean? If you have it on the show, you get the 12 to 15 uh, audience and people like me. It, the show, and, and I stand by the same thing I say about every show, you give, even if I go into it, because I went into WandaVision going, eh, and they went me over immediately. Yeah. No, I shouldn't say immediately, but after a few episodes, I was in. But they had the benefit of having more episodes, right? One by one by one. The way the reason why Mandalorian and all these other shows are so good because you're so invested through. By the time you get to 10, 11, 12 episodes, whatever you get, you're like, oh man, yeah, that I was there from that journey and that little thing. So if they do a show with Young That's Avengers, the move. yes, I so think are the next doing, team yeah. is X Men. You think that in this phase? No, but right. I think the next time we have a gathering that is an adult team, it's going to be gathering they, the X-Men. When do you think they're going to start setting up the X-Men? I think in the Eternals they start. I think we don't see the X-Men born, but yeah. I think a seed is planted in the Eternals that allows for them to go like, remember that thing? And then that's a seed we don't realize has been planted. I, I think they're going to incept us in Eternals. So when they five years later go like, oh, and we're like, what? Right. That's going right. to be the moment. Because... Again, with uh, pun intended, I guess, with Marvel as a film company, there is no end game. No. Right? There's yeah. just like, let's just keep making these things We're until in they some don't sort make of money. infinity war. And we were at, but honestly, dude, it's like, for people who are just like, oh, yeah, like you get, I don't know, whoever, whatever celebrity decides they want to come out against comic book movies um, in the week, it's like, they. why would any studio go, you know what? Uh, what the hell is the guy? Uh, Freaking uh, the guy from, uh, God, I guess, Dorfman. Right? Oh, yeah. What was that move, dude? I like dude? him. And I he's like a him. friend of ScarJo. I like him a yeah, lot. same. And he's a great actor, and, he's, and he was in Blade. He was in Blade, an exceptional in Blade. He's such a good actor, but he he's just an example of one of the many who come yeah. out and say it, and it's like, yeah, you know, it's ruined cinema. And then Disney or Warner Brothers goes, you know what? Dorfman's right. Let's just shut it all down. <laughs> we don't like toys. We don't like movies. We, we don't, don't like, like shows. We, we don't, don't like clothes. Shut it down. I was like, I, the, the other thing, it's like, it's like, it's like shtick sometimes for people to just come out against the corporate stuff. It's like, but it's hypocrite, hypocrites who will either go to Disney World or Disneyland, go to see every single movie that either Warner Brothers for yep. DC makes or everything too. And it works. Um, We're talking about them. It, it, but but I know what I'm saying is it's hypocritical for people who go to see those things to then go, oh, the money hungry studios. It's like, well, well, it's a business show business. It's a I business. Think it's I think the big movies aren't killing mid range cinema. I think they're keeping theaters open. No, dude, streaming is keeping independent movies alive. I think there's two paths now, and well, I think yes. big, big temples help us. I think the temples keep theaters open, and they allow for actors to make more risky 100%, chances. hundred percent, and it gives people more opportunity to get their movies out there, the smaller ones, because if somebody pops in one of these yeah. big Marvel DC movies... Career. But then they go on another, like, let's say a, a 5 or $6 million or $10 million... Hell, small budgets at this point are $30 million. Yeah. Let's say a $30 million Netflix movie with the star of the dude that was in the latest DC movie. More people are going to tune it in as opposed to 
more people would not go in because it's like, well, it's never worked out with box office. It doesn't work out with box office. Look at Robert Downey Jr.'s movies that he's other done. Other than. Then others, that, like yeah. when The Judge Dude came little out. didn't work. Judge nothing, didn't work. Nothing worked. But if you put those movies on streaming, more people watch them. And mm-hmm. I think that budgets and all this stuff is going to change dramatically because Shang-Chi's like, do we know what the budget is? I think it's a little over 150. I think that changes soon. Yeah. Um, I think that they're making a play. Well, Feige and, and Disney certainly make it a play right now to, to cut out. They're not even doing the Disney Plus thing right now with this yeah. movie. I don't know if they're doing it with Eternals. I don't think they should. I think it's smart. I think they really need I hate to maintain it. a theatrical. I'll tell you why I hate it. Because I don't go to the movies that much anymore. Right. Um, I'm not going to. I really Shang-Chi, I really want to see. Like, I really want to see it. Uh, it's like probably my most, one of my most anticipated movies because of the martial arts aspect. And I'm not going to see it until it hits thing because it's a lot of different reasons. One, at the moment, not ready to go into a theater. Sure. Right? Eventually, it will be. But even then, you know, if I want to take my wife or my daughter, into, like, for you, like, I, I could go to a lot of these screenings still if I wanted to. Yeah. Right? But if, I, if I'm not, I'm going to take my family out. I got to drop some. That's 100 bucks. I got to drop some, some dimes. Yeah. As opposed to. Oh, you know what? I'll just gonna drop the thirty bucks and make some popcorn. But that's, in the why, that's also the why it's gonna be hard to, for films to budget that. Like a movie's not gonna make its hundred fifty million off thirty dollars at a time. It isn't, but it's also but you gotta but you have to look at the long run of, of what, the whole enterprise. The sure. whole enterprise, because the question is for like, it, HBO Max is gonna do some serious auditing on how they do things, right? Because the question is, everyone's like, oh well, it hurt. In the Heights, it hurt. What was the last one that came out that that did? Uh, oh, Suicide Squad. The Suicide yeah, Squad, hurt that for sure. Did it hurt the Suicide Squad? Black Widow, it hurt. So, but the question is, how how much did it hurt? Because there are other things going on in the world that people were ready to go back to movie theaters, and then then they weren't again. So th- you could also blame it on that. Oh, right? sure. The Delta thing is definitely a, a factor, right? But the the question I have though, as far as how many people, because when HBO Max said, well, we're going to release Dune, we're going to release The Suicide Squad, we're going to release Mortal Kombat, Matrix, all this stuff. How many people signed up to HBO Max because of that, right? Plenty, but not as many as the cost of 10 people watching it on one. Yes, but the, and that's my point about budgets the, being the audit, changed. Yeah. Because those movies were not meant for the, for the HBO Max model. Right. Because instead of them going, look, we know we're going to take a hit here, but let's see if we can get a lot of subscribers. In right. This thing. And Versus got- your Palm Springs, which is like, you know, 40 to 50 million. Right. Hulu made that money because they got a surge of subscribers because of how good it was. Because that's... And, and that's the future. That's, and that's what I think people will start to do because I'll tell you, man, Eternals, I know Eternals is probably a big budget movie but just from the cast alone. Yeah. Right. But it looks small. And and the, what was the movie uh, that she did? The Rider? Is that yeah, the, one? the Rider's her. I first. loved that movie. Yeah. And that movie looks like it costs $60. Yeah. And, and it's, it's so good, it doesn't... Yeah, and she continuously... What she doesn't... What she's not going to be able to do in this one, what she's done in all of her films, she just did the one with um, with Francis McDormand. Oh, that one Nomadland, on the, yeah. She uses, like, real people right. in her movies. And you can't she ain't do that doing that in this. Here. She ain't doing that in this But that, I think that's what Disney was planning before the pandemic. I think Disney knew the writing was on the wall. That's why the shows are so high budget and invested. Right. Because if you want to spend $120 million, do it over six hours. Right. Then you subscribe. 100%. And I think they already had the writing on the wall for where things were going. This right. just accelerated it. So I think that's why Young Avengers on TV. Yes. I think that's why X-Men are going to be both platforms. I think we're going to have X-Men movies and yeah, we're going to build independent. Yeah. They're going to shift We're just going to see a giant thing happen in the next 10 years. I do. I think they shift focus on how they do it in general because- what people do, when I think it's unfair for people to say, well, Black Widow failed, the Suicide Squad failed, and the Heights failed, because again, you, those movies were not planned yeah. out 
to do um, to do the streaming thing. They're yeah. planned out to be in the theater. Next year, there are going to be movies that are going to be made for the idea of, okay, let's... Because people, whether everybody's back in the world living the way that we used to live or not. People have gotten comfortable. Got comfortable. And families. And, uh, and, like, just parking. Yes. In LA, in my situation, like, leaving to park. Like, sometimes I'm like, I guess I'll stay home. Just stay home. Like, but that's what I mean. I just, and, and because of technology and because of the things, like, movies... Like, uh, I think it was just recently, Denny Villeneuve came out and was talking about... Dune and that how it shouldn't be watched on screen on TV is at all and it should just be in theaters and it's like not everybody can get to theaters dude yeah. like and especially with families it's like I think that this strategy if done differently and maybe I I don't mind as much as I want it now I want it now yeah I don't mind the 30-day window thing the sure. 30 40 day window. I think that's how Marvel goes forward. I think we get four Marvel films a year going forward because I think originally they were going to work up to that and then it happened because everything got yeah. stacked. Yeah. I think we get four Marvel films a year go quarterly and then I think we get between four and six shows. I think there's going to be rarely Makes a sense. week without and Star Wars too. And also, Star Wars yeah. balances obviously the weeks yeah. they're missing, but I think there's going to be rarely a week without Marvel content and therefore we the people don't notice the 30 days because they've got X, Y, they have and other Z, stuff that they can and watch. And then you've got yeah. a year-round Marvel. It's just a machine. Right. And I think that it makes a lot of sense um, if you're doing it that way. But the only thing I will say, if you're giving me that 30, 40 day window, don't charge me 30 bucks. Once it pops. Don't yeah, once it's at home. It on, you put it on Disney Plus. Yeah. I signed up for Disney Plus. You put it on Disney Plus. If it's 30, 40, if it's $30, 34 days afterwards, That's I'm paying 30 or $40 because it's coming out and I'm watching the same day as everybody else. Right. That, I, that, that makes sense. Okay. But uh, no. You, well, now it's $30 if you want it uh, 40 days after it's been in the theater. Piece I don't think shit. you can pay-per-view post. Like, I don't think you can do, like, and it's already out. Like, no, that's not, that's no. Not it's like, well, you know, now it's, it's, well, it's on demand, and other people are going to pay $20 for it. And and you can still, if it if they put it on Amazon, because right now you can go to Amazon and get Black Widow for, yeah. like, 20 30 bucks, right? Okay. If that's you wanna, different than 6 bucks it's diff- plus. It's different than putting it on Disney Plus, which is, right. I thought, because I'm a Disney Plus subscriber, that I should... That that's what I'm doing by subscribing, and this feels so much like the Netflix Kazaa. Uh, remember when we had like Kazaa and LimeWire, and Netflix was just DVDs? There was that shift yeah. in you can bootleg this stuff at this quality, you can buy it for this quality, and right. everything was shifting. We're living through another one of those that happened so quick, yeah. like because of the the world, we've shifted ahead. I think about four years. I think this was coming, but it would have been about four or five years in the future, right? And, and now put it's it now, right? And that's and we because we were talking about that, like what's streaming, like the streaming wars, all these different yeah, things. Yeah, back in movie talk, we talk about this stuff 100%. and we thought it was like near future but not tomorrow netflix and now we're here. like when you look at like the overall if you look at it like game of thrones where netflix is is pretty much uh, the lannisters and they're, yeah. they they know exactly what they're doing and then it's just like well wait a minute that battle plan they got to the battlefront a, a lot faster than we thought that they would because they were for, forced into it it's almost like yeah. the, the nothing from never ending story like came in <laughs> yeah. and then everyone's like oh man we just got it we got to save fantasia some somewhere and then another. you've got people like apple that came out of nowhere right that, that has such quality content that's only for TV. Right. They have the occasional movie, but they're known for their TV structure, but it's premium and high dollar. They have good, because Incredible. they're Ted fucking roll, they're rolling over it. Yeah, money. there's whatever yeah, money, throw yeah, at the problem. Just, just Ted Lasso, too good. Something. It's, yeah, it's so funny. Like, I've, I've mentioned this. So Ted Lasso, I'm about three episodes into season one. So I'm going to, I, that one I am going to get uh, done. Because the wife doesn't like it, right? She doesn't like much. Okay. Uh, I she, remember there being a reason. It, I was like, what? she gets mad at me when I say that. She's like, oh, everything's <laughs> she, she likes the things that she likes, right? Respectable. Yeah. And um, so when um, 
But for that one, I'm going to watch it. But I'm watching this brand new show that uh, is great. You should check it out. I've heard it. it's called The Sopranos. Oh, I've heard of this. I'm, uh, they got a prequel coming out. I think it uh, wrapped up a little it, bit it ago. Wrapped, but no, but I'm, I'm like, I can't help it. I'm like season four. I'm going to do it. I don't know. I'm season five now because I want to get. Because it comes out on my birthday, yeah, the oh, that's newer, dope. and I'm almost done. So you'll power through it. I want to power through it, but I, but I, I am, however, taking a break. Well, or at this point, uh, I have taken a break because uh, Phantom Menace. We're doing a breakdown on on Sith Council of all of the movies. That's great. So we're doing Phantom Menace. We just did Phantom Menace on Friday. We're doing Attack of the Clones this Friday. Yes. Uh, we're gonna do all the movies. You, Steph, and Mike. Well, Steph and I did the first one. Got it. And I think Mike's going to be able to do this the second one. And we're just going all the way through um, all 11 movies. I was going to ask if it's yeah. is the spinoffs too. That's fantastic. Yes. We're just not doing the animated movies. That's fair. Um, or the animated uh, Clone War movies. But we're doing all of them because by the time we finish them, we think we're going to be getting into Boba Fett. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. And I'm a solo apologist. I think more people who visit it. It's not great, but it's not as bad as other things. It's just this thing with solo for me is, uh, it, and I've said it People are tired of hearing it, but like it's it, it's not a bad movie. The problem with the movie is that it just shouldn't have been a solo movie. It should have been a di- about a different yeah. bounty hunter, yeah, I mean, or or a different person, yeah, uh, just another yeah. rogue, fun, charming he's not guy bad, in space. He's, he's he's a good character. That character is just not for me. It's not Han Solo. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, Proxima, Lady Proxima, in the beginning. Drives me crazy, and every time <laughs> someone brings up Solo, I have to. I want to have John uh, Hoey on this show because every time I see him post make Solo to happen, I start to shake because I'm like, because <laughs> I because immediately and not 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 against their movement, but against the fact, why didn't Lady Proxima have subtitles? Yeah, it's like instead when she shows up and you've seen the movie yeah. enough, right? She pops up and imagine if she was like, you're like, oh shit, what did she say? And then the subtitles instead it's oh Solo, oh, what are we gonna do? Doesn't make any sense logically. It's a big fucking worm. There's no reason for English with those characters, and it drives me crazy every time. Crazy. It should be like a thing. Yeah, make a moment. When when aliens know basic, like holy shit, this guy knows basic. But Hoey, this is why you get the matches you get. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But man, uh, anyway, so look, I'm gonna take a a quick uh, break here before we get back into because I I have so many more questions about Shang Chi, and I have um, the great Koi Jandrew. With me, but I'm actually so excited that we're back with Quip, man. Uh, Quip is fantastic. If you guys didn't know, I mean, since the Schmoes, no days. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's incredible. It, and technology now, what they've been able to do with your life in general, man. I mean, whether you're getting, a, you get so excited every time you get a free gift or something happens. Uh, what did you guys get? What did you have to do the last time you got something free that was really cool? Your favorite rewards program and whatever you know what whatever it was you were you part of something that you kept gaining points to and you're like oh got something free well check this out you've heard us talk many times about quip this is something brand new that's going to reward you and your mouth the quip smart brush it's for adults and kids my oldest has one and she loves it it connects to the quip app and you can use your bluetooth see technology baby track when and how well that you brush, you get tips and coaching to improve your habits. You earn points for daily brushing and bonus points or completing challenges. That's like make, you make it fun, especially for kids. They have like a game to play. It's awesome. And if you already have a Quip, you can upgrade it. Uh, use the smart motor and it keeps the features that you know and that you love. 
The sensitive sonic vibrations. It's got a two-minute timer with 30-second pulses for a guided clean. It's slim. It's lightweight. It's sleek. It's got no wires. It doesn't have that stupid bulky charger that weighs you down. It's multi-use travel. Uh, it's got a multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount. This thing's fantastic. Uh, and in, in addition, by the way, to, to brushing heads, Quip also delivers fresh floss, toothpaste, mouthwash, gum refills every three months from $5. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the hustle and bustle in-store shopping. you got to join over the how many? Five million. That's right, five million mouths using Quip. And save hundreds compared to other Bluetooth brushes when you get a Quip smart brush for just how much? $45, Koi. $45. You start getting rewards for brushing your teeth today. This is all you have to do. Go to getquip.com slash Big thing right now to save $10 on a Quip Smart Electric Toothbrush. It's pretty easy. $10? Come on. Off a Smart Electric Toothbrush and get Quip.com slash big thing. One more time. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash big thing. Quip, the good habits company. You tried this? Uh, have you tried the I Quip? actually have Quip. I, you didn't it's, even know that before no, I, I got not. here. But I, I can say that. without soliciting any sort of it's ad fantastic. for me. Amazing. I've had it for two a year and a half. And you have the Bluetooth? Yeah. It's fantastic. so good. And like the shipping is so convenient because I do forget. I like forget to go get a toothbrush. It's easy. And I, it's the refills, all yeah. of it. It's, it's like, amazing. And, and that and for that deal? Yeah. Come on. Fantastic. Big Come fan. On. Also, as someone it. who's recently had a lot of dental work because he didn't take care of himself before, you got to make the move now. As we get older, that's smart. Bad news. What you should be doing is going there. And getting the quip and putting it in your mouth. Arnold take care of teeth. I've very he, much he so. Does. And because ask me if I want some milk. Want some milk? Milk is for babies. <laughs> that Dude, is double the, root canal. That was uh, from Joe Manganiello who told me that. By the way, he said he was yeah. he was sitting he was sitting with uh, <laughs> with Arnold at some restaurant. That's so much testosterone in one room. So it's incre- It was an incredible story. He does a very good Arnold, by the way. And they were sitting there together, and the waiter came up to him and said, well, they had some dessert, and the, the waiter's like, you know, would you like some milk with that? Come on, milk is for babies. <laughs> this is my favorite line. Just ever. the two of them talking like Gaines would be amazing. I would just love, like so much nerd love bro to hear. Or, or right just just Arnold doing uh, Arnold would because you know he's a big Dungeons and Dragons yeah. fan. Yeah, Lewis. So you, you hunt the dragons, <laughs> but, but they're not in front of you. Oh man, a Conan D and D crossover. Oh, it would be wonderful. I could go there, and the next thing you see the big dragon, and you throw it at him. <laughs> I got you, dragon, and then, and he falls down, and then they pick him up, and you walk in there. And I remember in the Conan, I punched him in the face. That not not the dragon, but the, uh, the 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 horse, and he went ha, and I went ha, and then he fell down. I was a camel. It was not the horse. This is I'm your ad old. for D and D, Arnold. That's this it. is this is what we need. That's we need all. Mercer and the critical role people to have. Arnold on and 100%. make it happen. I'm I was in. T- have Arnold and because, uh, like I said, my right now, my t- did you were you a big Sopranos guy? Casual. So, so I was young. Okay. I saw it when it first aired. Oh, you so gotta, I was way too young. I need to rewatch, you rewatch it. But I was, uh, I was Silvio Dante, who is he's Stephen Van Zandt. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know, he he, he uh, when he when he's talking, he he talks like this. So uh, Arnold, I got to tell you, none eh, remembering that it was a camel. I'm saying it was a horse. Not a good thing. See, Breaking Bad was my Sopranos. Oh, so okay. I, I, I was the exact Bad. right age, but I also acknowledge that Sopranos allowed Breaking Bad to happen, 100%. much like Donner's Superman was a little before my time, but yeah. I acknowledge it got us here. People forget that you putting a bad guy in the lead or someone with Unheard those of. types of morals. Six seasons? No. And, like, and, and back then, because they shot the pilot in 97. Yeah, I was nine. <laughs> That's stupid. Um, so sh- the pilot shooting that back then, like HBO, like they 
shot pilots and then they looked at it the same way Network did. Yeah. Now they just go, okay, we like that, make the series. And they put the series out and they do it. And the series doesn't do well, then they don't renew it. But like that wasn't like and that. And Sopranos back. got us the ability to do how they do it now because of how big 100%. it was. It changed television. Absolutely. So I did. give full credit even though I was too young to really yeah. get the nuances. Um, anyway, back to Shang-Chi because, so give me an overall score of what, what you're going to score this film overall. I gave it an A minus. Uh, it is, uh, actually I can, I can even run you down. I scored it my number 10 Marvel movie. Of all. Uh, of all. Isn't that hard to do, though, it's because so it's so now. fresh and, in your and brain? And because there's so many different types of movies. Right, but isn't that, don't, don't, isn't that hard to say that it's in your top ten after because you just saw it? Because I was able to separate what flaws I saw in it versus others, and I basically yeah. went by flaws. I went negative. So the things that bothered me about other movies, the elevation of that. So that probably won't change on a rewatch. See, that's if you I'm, go positive, it does affect you. If you I'm hesitant. Negative, I'm actually hesitant doing that now, honestly, and, and, and not to cause problems with anybody but i'm hesitant after last jedi that's uh, fair of doing that kind of stuff because i and i famously talked about this where i when i saw it in the in the theater i didn't tweet about it because i didn't know yeah. what i just saw and i was like i'm not sure if i really like that sure i go can't i can't i so i know it was a well-made film i can't tell if i like that my, and then I my villain problem the I saw is it. my big marvel problem yeah. and this doesn't have the villain problem which puts it automatically in the top half villain problem in marvel's been getting better oh infinitely because phase three and four have been they they figured out what the problem was in phase two and they fixed it it's so funny how it was like okay there's another shit villain and then i because even even though i think he redeemed himself in falcon and winter soldier um what's his face uh Baron zemo absolutely redeemed himself zemo is is pretty worthless but in, that's in the beauty of, of the way the marvel universe works is they can retroactively improve 100%. it's amazing because the continuity is so tight yeah they can go like oh this is what he was doing in this day and then like just put this yeah, scene and, in. and what well, you understood you understood him a little bit more even even though they tried to set it up in civil war yeah civil war was all about so cap and, and and tony yeah that's really what i mean and he was just there right he was but he was the catalyst so he yeah. needed to be there but he also didn't get enough time to be interesting separate of, of the catalyst like loki yeah was the really the kind of first villain in avengers yeah and i thought he was a, he was a good villain right but it was so funny how quickly killmonger to me became the best villain for me it's killmonger and thanos are like right there and then thanos came around and yeah. then dethroned killmonger so quick and i was like oh finally we've been waiting for someone to be the king of the villains and it's killmonger i remember being on movie talk going this is the guy this is, and then thanos comes out and it's like okay, thanos to me is the vader of uh of oh 100 he's one of the best villains of all yeah, time in he's, cinema he's but what's interesting about the the what they learned i think they actually learned it from marvel netflix is they learned that the villain has to be as interesting and have the yes. right motive as the hero because kingpin is the exact same character as daredevil with motive right, you're motive. just looking at motive yes and so speaking of motive and at this point what if um, the Chala one has been on. Have yes, you, you've seen. Oh it. yeah, Thanos is a good guy. Is fantastic. So great. And and it goes back to that. And and sorry, spoilers. It's on. It's on Disney Plus now. Um, the motive that you're talking about is not really there. And it'll end. They turn that motive into a joke. It's like a used car salesman. It's like great. he's like a guy that has like this uh, this golden it's idea. Conspiracy theory yeah. guy. He's know, like, so, oh yeah. yeah, I think this is the move. And you're like, and dude, that sounds like genocide. And he's like, nah, if you look at it this Captain way. Captain Genocide is the best it's, nickname. It's hysterical. Because it also addresses the conversations we've all had. Like, why didn't you just make more resources? Right. And, and it's really cool that they can make just one choice where T'Challa would handle being Star-Lord better than Star-Lord. And having a conversation with Thanos is all it took. Yes. That's an amazing what if. And, and that's what makes that show so strong is you can literally. It wouldn't work unless we were 13 years into the universe, though. Unless we right. were this invested right. in these tiny little choices. But right now we have what if Shang-Chi, the Suicide Squad, and an Eternal Strain. Yeah at once and it doesn't feel like the same thing no all four of those things Very feel different. completely unique very different and i think that that's why for for what if 
what they're doing right now. I, how many have you seen? Uh, I've only seen the first two. I didn't watch okay. the three screeners. I like them week I, to week. I saw, I saw the th- all three of them, mm-hmm. and it's funny. Each one got like because the first one I thought I mean, as much as I like Peggy Carter, I just thought it was basically Captain America. But what if she was Captain America? And the pacing was really rushed. It was weird. It was like she was. It's like they just pretty much just took her, said, okay, all the things that happened to him just happened to her. And it right. was nothing really different except she went into the machine except him. It, she's great, and she was great. she's a good character, but, like, eh. It felt small, and it shouldn't it have did. started small. Right. I like that they started. So if, that's, if, if, they, if they did that and they started with that one, fine, because if they continue to do what they've done in 2 and 3, then it just keeps going up because 2 is great. Yeah. 2 is great because even though it's like, okay, well, they just replaced um, – Chaloff in in uh, in that role as Star Lord instead, but it changes everything. But it changes everything. Drax's like, family's it, alive. It, Thanos is like. I was gonna say if they made him I'm like oh, but he's why? Because if they were gonna make him like Star Lord, and then he starts cracking jokes and doing yeah. all, this, but he's the same guy. He just happened to he's go just good. He's just a good dude. Yeah, and everybody and and freaking what's his face? Um, oh, I'm so bad with names that I would get crushed in <laughs> Michael Rooker Michael yeah, Rooker uh, Yondu Yondu so Yondu is is um is not same relationship but different yeah and treats him differently and talks about like he doesn't he talked down to Star Lord yeah and he treated him like and he respects T'Challa 100%. because he would also you uh, you could argue that T'Challa is better off as Star Lord than maybe the King of Wakanda because right. all the restrictions he has as Wakanda right. he clearly wants it's, to be free of them it's a great, it enhances it's, both characters it's really good and then the third one is uh, without going, to, but that one's not out, so I'm not going to spoil it. But sure. people have seen the trailer, I guess, for it. It's like the the Avengers, if the initiative didn't go the way it was supposed to, genius. That really worked for me. Yeah, it really works for me. That's that was my favorite one out of the yes. three, and I love the second one. That's impressive. I love the second. And this one. is all right now. So everyone that's like the bubble's going to burst, everything's so similar. I've not felt like anything so. was similar in a long time. Yeah. I think there's arguably four giant properties out right now, all based on major comics, not right. just indies. Major comics. None of it feels the same. There's another reason why it's not going to burst because of what we were just talking about. It's an, because, it's an empire. Besides it just being an empire, because you still got you can't just turn out because you can again you can make great food and then you just start, start you know and and you open up a chain of restaurants your food gets crappy people are going to stop eating it sure i think that the what we were just talking about before with the independent and the streaming movies like they have a place to live whether it's apple or hulu or netflix or disney plus there's always there's there's a place to make smaller movies now right yeah the big budget movies are going to want to live in the theater because people are going to go back to theaters people are going to see it you're going to see less like the tickets for the $30, $40 million movies, not, a lot of people aren't going to spend the money for it. And those that will, still will. Yes. The Lemleys will still have people that are diehards. A hundred percent. And it just, you know, and it's like you get a, you Netflix, what they did with the Irishman, mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, look, it's going to get a mass thing, and then we'll put it for people who want to go see it in the theater. I saw they, in theaters. Right, they can. Yeah. I, um, but movies like Marvel movies, they're going to continue to have that big audience, and it's very similar. People are going to know how they compare the two. Marvel movies to me right now are very comparable to The Bachelor. Okay? <laughs> okay. And, I'll, and I'll tell you how. I'll tell you why. The Bachelor, when I worked there, that show will never die. And do you know why it'll never die? Because mothers who are watching it right now eventually will start watching it. Or mothers, fathers, whoever are watching it are watching it with younger. Uh, they're, they're 13, 14-year-olds start watching Growing it. into it. 15, then they start watching it with their friends when they're 17, 18, 19, yeah. then their 20s. Then there's, and, and it, it plays to housewives, it plays to, it plays to, it plays to everybody. Middle America, it plays to, it, it plays to, I mean, there's so many people that love that show. Yeah. And it keeps going on and on and on. 
Marvel. Same thing. Same thing. We're on the second, arguably going into third generation of Marvel fans. That's what I mean. So it's like was a so, while ago. So because there's so much content, so many different characters, and now because of streaming, yeah, where you can go and say, all right, I'm going to watch the entire phase Marvel, and then you're like, oh, I'm done. No, you're not done because now there's something else. But I was so hooked into it, and now yeah, but look, now there's this. So Just like comics. That bubble ain't bursting. No, it's comics been around for 70 years for a reason, too. Right. Comic books, you pick up a comic, you read your character. Oh, this guy popped in. He seems cool. I'm going to go pick up this run. Yeah. This, it's the same thing. And that's so smart that Kevin, I give Kevin Feige a lot of credit. He knew to model it after the success of another medium, but bigger. See, I'm not giving the credit to Kevin Feige. I'm giving it to Christopher Nolan. I'm giving it to Christopher I think he made it adult, but I think Kevin made it the multimedia choice. From what he did, from what he did, with connecting Marvel and connecting the stories 100%. Yeah. But Nolan made Batman cool again. Right, which we needed. Which we needed because it wasn't Joel Schumacher. Same year as Iron Man, though. Um, 2008, Dark Knight. I mean, granted, 06 was Batman Begins. Absolutely. But but, but Batman Begins was the first one. Yeah. Dark Knight and Iron Man were the same, were the same time. But I don't think Iron Man has that same pop. If, if Batman isn't kicking ass the way that he's doing. And I, I, I think it was one of those. It wasn't quite Deep Impact Armageddon situations, but I do feel like there were two pots cooking at once. Yes, for and sure. And we needed them both. And Batman Begins, do you remember the advertisements for Batman Begins? Mm-mm. They advertised it like a Katie Holmes heartthrob movie on the CW. I remember one of the trailers oh, wow. is literally a romance like trailer. Makes sense. Because they needed to sell it. They needed and to sell it. And, and, and they were nervous. Bad, that's how bad things yeah. were then. That's yeah. how bad things were for superhero culture. Yeah, yeah. You had to sell it as a Katie Holmes vehicle. They're nervous. So so some, people, some people give it a blade. Saying that Blade sort of Blade Blade was smaller, man. Blade Blade didn't Blade carry over. Snuck away being a superhero film that no one knew was a superhero, film, right? Which it, is important. That's right. And it came out in '99, I think, yeah. and that, 98. 98, 99, because it beat the Matrix because the trench coat thing started. It was 99, yeah, then. the Matrix '99. I think Blade yes. was '98. Oh, so you're saying beat? Okay, yeah. Either way, um, it comes out and it absolutely did a, a lot of stuff for comic book movies in general. But it was a rated R film. Yeah. It did, like and going the mainstream route and bringing Batman back into play. I end. Some people will say, well, X-Men. Yeah, they were huge. Because X-Men from 2000 and on, but I think that still people weren't carrying it over the same way. And then when Marvel was able to connect it and make it, right. the te- it's, it's been a television show in the movies. Yeah. So, again, where we started and I, I think Shang-Chi. the first movie yeah. was uh, that was mainstream accepted was X-Men. I think that wouldn't have happened without Blade, but I think the first film was Batman Begins. Right. That's yeah, what I think yeah. the difference is. Absolutely. I think when, just, when you have a filmmaker like uh, Nolan there, and then you look at... And, and I don't think enough people have been talking about this. Like, obviously, Feige for what he's been doing, but I, his name is never thrown in there as much as it should be, and it should be Favreau. It's, oh my god! It's not. It's like, look what he's done for everything. Star everything. Wars, uh, like Lion King. People this. don't give him enough. Well, Lion King is what some people will get mad about. But like, I happen to think that you know, for for what he was able to do without doing Lion King. For if you love Mandalorian, then shut the fuck up about Lion King because he 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 developed a lot of that technology yeah. and a lot of the stuff that he's working with. And to, it kicked off a whole new genre. That's what I'm saying. Hundred percent. Mandalorian's new genre. Yes. Marvel new genre. Lion King new genre. Uh, like what? Uh, Swingers is a new genre. Like Favreau consistently. He's, and he's a fan of this stuff. Yeah. And you can tell. And I don't think his name is give, he's not given as as much credit for what he did in both Marvel and now Star Wars, right? Because people are going to forget this, even though we, it's it's such a cesspool sometimes. But like the Star Wars was in bad shape when when Mandalorian came out. Yeah. People, it was in bad shape. It was so much. Some I I stopped talking about it. I'm like, I don't want to talk about Star Wars anymore. I'm like, it's not fun. It sucks. Everybody fucking hates each other. I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. It's making, not not the material itself, but just being 
it just felt dirty. And because people just didn't like what came out in that new trilogy. And it was like, it felt like politics. You and I have talked about Yeah, this. I avoided it till Mandalorian. Mandalorian's what got That's me back same, to talking about same, Star Wars. Same. And, and then, you know, Bad Batch and all this. And then watching, because I think for even the, the naysayers of the new trilogy who were like, oh, this is going to suck too. And then they see what's put into it like okay well then there's hope of the stuff that i like and then there's it it, it seemed like same page type stuff i think favreau and, and filoni obviously yeah very responsible for that um but continuing on and giving feige the credit is continuing on this narrative of learning how to change shift do genres and he's doing this apparently with um with shang chi i absolutely think shang chi is a movie that will benefit from the theater but it's so good it will be good at home i do think kevin loves the theater experience enough that what we're going to get is like uh weekly comics are going to be like the young yeah. avengers on tv and then we're going to get annuals in the theater okay. i think we're going to get like the big tentpole movies yeah, are still like, going to be kind of similar to star wars yeah so yeah. I, th- I think what Feige's been able to do is look at the medium of comic books and see like, yeah. oh, that's a $10 issue. That goes here. And then right. weekly issues are four bucks. They go here. And I think he's modeling things after that. I think I wouldn't be surprised if we start to get things that feed directly into each other where there's going to be an origin on TV and then you see them fully formed in a movie. Right. So you can... If you watch a movie, you don't have to have seen everything before it, but right. it would help you. Right. So I think that the X-Men, for example, we might get a Cyclops, a Storm, all these characters Separate on TV. Move. Oh, on TV. Okay. And then Got we it. see them in movies after they're fully formed. I could see the the Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters being a show. I love that. And then that. the X-Men in the movies. I, dude, I, I I would love an X-Men show. And then you could do X-Factor, Generation X. You could do all the different side X-Men You know teams. what you can really do with it also is that what TV allows you to do that I'm glad that they're going to be able to, an opportunity to do this now is it allows you to test out very similar like wrestling, right? Okay, well, this person, we got an angle for this person. Let's see if the crowd pops for them, if they like them or not. Well, you know what? We just debuted this X-Men, this new character. Yeah. Fans didn't really respond to him. We were going to do like a whole spinoff movie. Well, let's shift. You know who they're really responding to? So-and-so, who we just cast by accident and did some really great choices with that character. All right, let's get the writers in here. What if we do this with the character next week instead? And then that goes over, and then it blows and up. And then TV, you have the time to make those yeah, decisions. Like, yeah. Hauser was only supposed to be in one episode that show Kingdom I Love. Right. Hauser's the third lead, effectively. And that happens all the time, and it also happens with directors. Look at Deborah Chow. Yeah. Right? Deborah Chow, for like, when, when she comes in, and she just understands the world so well. And they give her the entire series for yeah. Obi-Wan. She's doing all six or five, whatever the hell they so are. So you do that with X-Men because you don't know which characters are going to grab, except right. Wolverine. What I would do is have Wolverine be two seasons of a show before he even shows up in a movie. Because in the comic books, the problem is it becomes Wolverine the X-Men very quickly. Very fast. What you want to do... in the movies, too. It, that's, it's consistent. Is that what you said in the movies? Yeah, in the uh, movies. Okay, yeah. because so, comics, comics it did, too. It's a problem. Yeah. So he's I a cool want, character. He's amazing. He's Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, he's but you want, you want Cyclops to be the leader, right. not Wolverine. Right. You want Jean Grey and Cyclops' relationship to matter before the Phoenix. Right. You want Storm to actually get some time and not say lines about Toads. You want like right. characters to get some... St- what, so what I would do, you introduce Wolverine on TV two seasons and set it in different past because he's it's ageless. Risky though, isn't it? But then you introduce him on Disney Plus. I know, I know. I, listen, I'm, I, I, I think the plan is is smart. It's just but with him being at, ageless, he can show yeah. up in a movie after two seasons and be the same age and make it appropriate. The same age, and that sure. way, characters right. get Wolverine before why they want that's him so fun. bad. And then by the that's time fun. he's in the movies, yeah, you fun. haven't ruined the X Men. Who do you would you would you make him? Would you make him short? Yeah, I have to. Yeah. I mean, I, I, if there's very few things that I'm ta- attached to, short Wolverine's short Wolverine. one of them. Hugh Jackman is the one exception because the man is Wolverine. He just happened to be tall. Yeah. Much like Ryan Reynolds. Like, yeah. Got they, a they just change it. But this time around, you think they make it I tall. want like an Edgar Ramirez, like feral little like intense dude. Did you see Jungle Cruise? I saw it, yes. The bad guy in Jungle yeah, Cruise. See, no, no, no. I, remember, yeah, I yeah, think he'd be great. great. If you go younger, I want Taron Edgerton. I think I think too stout, stocky, very like... Isn't t- Taron, oh, Taron, Taron Edgerton's like 5'11". Yeah, uh, yeah, but he looks stocky. Like, think about his build. 
I just want someone to look like they are like a bub. Like well, I never well, yeah, saw Hugh so Jackman it, wait, saying so well, bub. But Hugh, yeah, but Hugh Jackman. But Hugh He's Jackman got a lean is. Build. He's yeah, got like a. True. I, I mean, but Taron Edgerton's not stocky. I see him as pretty stocky. But no, maybe I just but, like him because of the eagle. Yeah. I see the two of them. Eagle's great. But, but, <laughs> but I think doing it that way would be great because, you know, ta- Taboo now, back in the, uh, but back in the day, we'll, uh, Mel Gibson was Dude, thrown around. old man Logan. Yeah, was thrown around. Would have been I mean, perfect. Because like, he, I mean, he's like actually 5'4". Like right. Mel Gibson's well, a tiny yeah, guy. he's tiny. He's like 5'8 yeah. or whatever he is. But still, but uh, is he that small? How he's old? real small. Because have you watched Edge of Darkness, the Boston movie? Was, uh, I know I know it, but I don't remember it. Literally, there's a couple wide shots in that where you see actual Mel Gibson height, and it's almost comical. Like, it doesn't quite... I think he's going to say 5'7". Oh, there's no way. That's a lie. I don't know. 5'10", 5'10". is not 5'10". I mean, why, I, don't, I don't think he's as small as you think he is. He's pretty small. I mean, how, how, how small do you think Al Pacino is? 5'9". 5'8", 5'9". You suck with height. Al Pacino, Al Pacino is, if he's lucky, he's 5'6". But Tom Cruise is, and they're going to lie. 5'8". See? See? I All think right. Google gives a couple inches because no, Tom Cruise is like five 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 six, and they say he's like five eight five seven. Okay, that's a little closer. <laughs> All right, Google, I think, I you may I have hoodwinked I me. I don't think you're good. at All that. right, Mel, show up. Mel, roll through. We got to stand next to a shark. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think that's your. Uh, I don't. Think that's, that's not your my strength. Point. Um, but anyway, so but yeah, I, I want someone stocky, and I, I do think doing a long form, you can have him go through the wars. You can have all that character development, and that way he's not Wolverine and the X Men. Right. He's a character on the team. What are they? So, Shang Chi. When it comes to, are there, do I get rewarded at all? And it's not, it's not a bad thing if the answer is no. But do I get rewarded at all from watching um, Loki or Winter Soldier or um, or the other one, the the, the freaking uh, Scarlet Witch, whatever the hell it is, Wandavision? Uh, not really. Not really, but also kind of. Okay. You when that answer when you see it will make sense. It, so there's a reference, but it doesn't. You don't. It's not you don't, mandatory. But you don't need to watch. Which right. Is, which is fine. Which is what I think is the smart move for is, now until course. it gets more established. Of course. I um, think they need to really make it so it's a one and one, like starting phase five, where you need to watch the lead up, and then it's like the payoff. The only show that I felt like holy shit, you might really have to watch this in order to know what's going on was Loki. Loki is going to change everything. Because Loki, the moment in Loki where the, the multiverse starts, yeah. is like the snap. That's like the whole thing because it, like that pretty much just said, okay, well now we know. That the, all the Spider-Man shit that that that's all going to go down now because Doctor of, Strange is now an Avengers movie. Right. Everything leads okay. to Doctor Strange. Right. Basically, that was the beginning. Yeah, and the the end game, for lack of a better term, is Doctor Strange two now. So everything is going to lead right to him cleaning up all the messes. It's a sequel to Wandavision. It's a sequel to Spider-Man. Yeah. It's a sequel to I love it. Everything. When does that come out? Uh, I think twenty twenty two now. Right, which also makes sense because when it came out, there was so much stuff that had not come out yet, so they probably mm-hmm. had to do a ton of rewrites. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, you're shooting it during these times and right. you're having to like change your storylines because they're changing their Disney Plus storylines. Because there was That's a whole, I mean. yeah, there was yeah. a whole virus storyline in Falcon Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. They got it was right, literally right. a vaccine. Right. Like there's, they mentioned it once and then they're like never touched never again. Never touched again. So what, like there's going to be stuff like that. What about um, post credits without giving the spoilers? You're hearing there's two of them. Yeah, and they're, they're fantastic. They're and they're very good. different. Are they, are they worth something as far as story goes or are they just fun? Uh, one fun, one story? Yeah. And, and yeah, exactly. One fun, one story. But the one that's that's not as important is still very important, just more in one path than broad. Got it. It um, keeps you on a path versus expanding, if that makes sense. Well, Shang-Chi to me seems like that's the, that's the one that I really, I mean, I don't know. I mean, after seeing this Eternals trailer, I don't know. If, but if I have, there's three movies that come out this year with MCU. It's Black Widow. This yep. one, and then Shang Chi, and series wise, Spider Man December. If you count Spider Man, of course I do. Yeah, it's part of the MCU. So that wow, there's a lot of good ones. And we got not counted, but Venom in September. It's a great yeah, time, it man. Count. It's it's good. I mean, and then I think it might count more than we think. 
Really? I think you there's gonna things? be I think there's gonna be elements of venom. You, you that, hear things. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think I think some things. I think yeah. that uh, interdimensional sinister six is happening, and I think there are seeds planted with uh, vulture Adrian tunes yeah. in this. Do abortions. you think there were bigger deals happening behind the scenes after like that whole fallout happened with Marvel and Sony when they almost lost it, and then the, like the the New Deal figured out a lot of shit? I think I think Sony got a nice piece of something that yeah. is allowed in Venom because of that deal. Because of it. Because now you notice Spider Man is way more available in certain uh, elements of marketing. Right. Uh, he's going to be in longer in the MCU. I think Sony wanted something for that, and I think right. Venom's going to get some juice for so it. So that and was the, it was that the New Deal? How many more movies is he allowed into now with... I think two, okay. and then two more solo. So they're going to be able to use him but sparingly, though. Yeah, for now, but they could also... It's an evolving right. agreement. But you also notice that Adrian Toomes is in the Morbius trailer. And the Morbius okay. trailer has Spider-Man in images of it. Okay. We haven't seen any Spider-Man in Venom, but Venom and Morbius are in the same universe. So I think the big interdimensional Sinister Six that the, that Spider-Man yeah. Three is going to be is going to tie directly into Venom and Morbius. What's going on with that Morbius thing? Like there was there was that's the Leto movie, right? Yeah. What I mean, I think, I think Leto's just. I mean, it's it's always going to be a lot with that guy. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it's it's going to be a fun like B horror movie. Well, thing. Was that supposed to be on? Was it supposed to be out already? Yeah, but like everything, uh, they don't even have a date for it yet. That's what I mean. Yeah, they just pulled pulled. That's it. what I mean. Like it was yeah. supposed to come out a while ago, and it's one. Thing like oh yeah everything got pushed yeah but, but to but when we haven't even heard about that one it's like this turning into another um what's the the X Men movie the the what's the yeah that one? poor uh, New Mutants movie that just got like whoop and then it like unceremoniously came out and was like hey it's like it's like a horse that broke its leg yeah at that point it's like what well we're gonna put it here Disney didn't know what the hell to do with it now that they bought it and it just like. It's what like, a way to end a franchise that started so much. Yeah, it's such it's a like, rough ending. Yeah, and that movie, it's just like, just put it out. No one's going to see the fucking thing. Anyway. And like Deadpool, I think, is going to revive a lot of that love. But right. I think it's going to, I think there's going to be a, like, much like Guardians, I think Deadpool's going to be its own little corner. Deadpool I think, 3, right? So yeah. When, so, and that, as that, and that, they already confirmed rated R. Yep. And they confirmed. They got the writers, they got Ryan. Okay. Uh, I think it's going to be a Deadpool show, a Deadpool movie, and a team. You think there's going to be a Deadpool show? I think it's going to be a whole Deadpool universe. If I'm Ryan Reynolds, I'm taking that deal immediately because he's, Different than Downey, yeah. But it looks like Free Guy is is Jeez. actually is actually. Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay. So Free Guy looks like there's going to be this. This is the exception to the rule where some people just don't, can't pop, right? Yeah. Ryan Reynolds will do like six movies, and you'll be like, "Yeah." And then he does one that's great. Yeah. And in and then he does another one. You're like, oh, okay, that was that wasn't. He he keeps trying and doing new things. But like again, Free Guy. Yeah, like which it, is genius. It's like actually it really way works. smarter than it's advertised. There's a lot like of philosophical that, elements to it that are genius. I like when producers and the studio knows that, yeah. and they market it, you know, still selling simply. the movie that they have simply because then when you actually deliver and more so, because everybody's raving about it. I'd rather thing. be surprised with intelligence yeah. than dumbed down and be bored. When's it come out on Amazon? Uh, Soon, right? Soonish. I think it's a 30-day. That one I'm, uh, I'm going to... If, because if, it's been out a week already, so... But you can't pay for it yet. Not yet. No, see, that, that one I'm going to pay for right I away. think uh, I think... Ryan is quietly one of the best entrepreneurs in town. 100%. Because of Mint Mobile, because of uh, aviation. Yeah, and, had, like, he puts it in his stuff. Yeah. And, like, you notice it's in his movies, but, like, he tucks it in. Yeah. And then he's got this whole empire, and he's able to just consistently be fresh. Right. So he can make riskier movies, which I think is great. Because this indie work's great. Like, he's in, uh, have you seen The Nines? Mm-mm. He's got this great movie. Soon called, I've seen nothing. Gore. Okay, so yeah. there's this movie called The Nines. It's literally a metaphysical journey where he plays three characters that interweave like a poem. Oh, okay. And it's like all Ryan Reynolds opposite Ryan Reynolds, and it's you can't take those risks unless right. you got Mint Mobile and and these things. What was the one he did? Shit, there was one that he did buried. 
Yeah, that incredible. Was a good one. Big and big risks. Yeah. Like that's a very bold thing. That's what to I mean do. though. He's like he's got a, he's got a different type of career because he's just so charismatic yeah. that he he's, you you always take a risk with that guy. But that's why I think Disney's in the Ryan Reynolds business. Yeah, of course. Much like Downey, I think he's going to have way more control than most other actors. Yeah. I think Deadpool's going to be a bigger fixture. I would argue Deadpool should be the only one that actually relates both Marvel and the X-Men. I if I yeah, was doing well, it That's what you would assume. But right? I wouldn't I don't want X-Men versus Avengers. I would rather have the X-Men get to exist, not yeah. saying they're in another universe but just over there, and then Deadpool's allowed to be the guy that like references that he's in forth. the universe, right? Yeah. Right, right, right. Because I don't want too much convoluted twenty team plus ten team. Like that seems like it's going to get messy. Yeah, I'm curious what how they're going to play that one for sure. Because they're 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 making a lot of moves. But before we uh, before we take off here today um, and close this one out, let's let's circle back on the Eternals trailer because it it, it came out on uh, on on Thursday last week, and I um. I didn't know anything about it, you know. Yeah. Like again, I, I'd seen the I'd seen a trailer. I knew that both um, the King of the North and, and Jon Snow <laughs> yeah. were, were in it, and they were back together. And man, this trailer looks good, man. And I really like her a lot. Uh, and she's from. And like I said, I, mean, I love the writer. Yeah, I love the writer. I was skeptical with putting Angelina Jolie in there because I, I didn't want it to become an Angelina Jolie star-studded project. Doesn't seem like that at all. I love that they tell you inside the question, why didn't you guys get involved yeah. if Thanos is around? You know? And that's a smart way to set up with the character that Jon Snow plays. Okay. It's a great way because he's basically, uh, Whitman is his character name. He's uh, the Black Knight, and he gets a shield, I mean a sword. Who's and the main character, John, uh, the King of the North? Basically, Icarus. Yeah. I think he's a bad guy. Oh, you do? I do. I think he, I think he turns. I think okay. I think everyone else loves humanity, and he's sick of it. Okay. That's my theory. All but right. uh, I, I think Whitman, um, who's the Black Knight, I think yeah. he doesn't become the Black Knight until the third act or a post credit scene. Okay. So I think he's our eyeline as a human going, like, what are these Eternals? So that sets up that they could fight each other, exactly. which would be incredible. I think there's a love triangle involving him okay. and Icarus. Okay. And I think it's going to be basically the dynamic of a human who gets imbued with power versus these gods that love humanity. And, and what's cool about his sword is it's basically right. the anti-Mjolnir. Instead of being like, you're worthy of this, yeah. like, you got to be kind of a dick to wield this. Right. The sword makes you a worse person. So it's I almost think, like the ring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. the ring, but it's like this dark magic similar yeah. to the ring. But I think we're going to see him become more and more malicious and sarcastic while still trying to save people. And I think that's going to be setting up its own other thing. So I think we're going to get the beginning yeah. of the Jon Snow thing. Because you're going to have to set up so... I mean, it's... And this goes to the evolution of just Marvel in general. Long gone are we from... Tony Stark selling arms and then <laughs> having to build a suit in a cave and just a human story of, oh, this guy knows tech, and that's it. Now we're in time, parallel universe. This, you're speaking my language. It's like, magic. Kind of, dude, I looked today. I Googled time travel possibilities and the use of water, right? <laughs> because for some reason, every time I turn on a fucking faucet, whether it's the bath or whether it's the sink, a memory flashbacks from a time in my life. Cool. And it's and it's like and it's a specific memory and it's weird because it's if I turn on the sink it's a it, it a particular time in my life same time period. Yeah. Whether it's like 2003 or 2004 it's the same time period but in the bathroom when I turn, when I'm giving my daughter a, a a bath and I turn the water on it's a different time period. And it flashes That's in. That's amazing. It's, so it sense memory. I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, it's like I said, why do I keep I'm like is there something with time and, and yeah. consciousness and all that, and so all this shit with Eternals and and Loki and all that, it's all this is the, this is the stuff I'm locked into Phase Four because that's this is the kind of crazy shit that I like. I I'm gonna go and I'm gonna enjoy and shove popcorn in my face during the you know End Game and yeah, your Black and all Widows this and you're more contained. Sure, yeah. and and I'll have fun watching them, but it, but this is the stuff where I could like geek out about, it. and it's sci-fi, 
sword and sandals type shit too, and that's my favorite type. Owen of stuff. Wilson and Loki having conversations about existentialism is my it's favorite incredible. stuff Marvel's yeah. done. Like just those conversations. Yeah. Winter Soldier is my thing because it captures so much of comics, but I want to just have those conversations be the forefront. So if if Eternals can capture that through these broad concepts, because there's a lot of religious overtones in the right. trailer, like the seven days creation, that's obviously very Jesus based. Right, of course. Like all of these things, and these are creatures that have more power than humans that try to protect us, but also are watching over us. Right. So there's going to be so much fun going through thousands of years of mythology, but also dealing with all the Marvel universe stuff that we've had only in this much. Time. Which is really fun. But what, yeah. so what's, what's everyone's, Obviously, there was a big thing on Twitter that everyone's like, oh, it's Galactus, but it's not Galactus. It's a Celestial. So uh, that's um, uh, Aberith, the the accuser, the Watcher. He's yeah. got something, the name. I is forget he the right guy? Is the he judge. The, is he, oh, he's the judge. Because the, the Watcher Aberth is the Jeffrey judge. Wright. Yeah, that's Uatu, the Watcher. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's uh, Aberith, the judge, and he's one of the Celestials. Celestials basically... Um, I think in this continuity, they're going to invent the uh, Eternals as yeah. a furthering of evolution. Okay. So I think they're going to be um, more robot-based, but furthering their evolution makes something like the Eternals. Okay. And I think they are basically going to be one of the cosmic entities responsible for creating the universe. So we've started to see a little taste of that, like in Loki. Yeah. So uh, Uatu is something that just watches. Um, we're going to get the Living Tribunal, who's responsible for the ramifications of choices. He's a cosmic entity that basically uh, tries to keep things on a just path, because he's sees all realities at once. Right. All of these things are coming to play. And I think in the Eternals, we're going to see like the fabric of space time and yeah, who see, created that's, it. That's what I want to see. It's going like, to be insane. And then between, so this, this year is, it's, it's funny because this is like my, this is a year for me that I'm really excited for, for certain movies, whether it's this one for sure, yeah. even though I haven't seen it, the Suicide Squad, um, the Dune. Yeah. Matrix. Yeah. Dune um, Matrix coming back. Like, like those movies alone it's like okay, that's that's, and then obviously my my most anticipated right now is is the many states of newer. Yeah, like of course that, you're that, in the zone. I'm in the zone right now. So like so as and it and it surpassed. It's, and it's August. We still have so much less like like five months. Yeah. Like, what's so? What do we got? What do we, when when is uh, Hawkeye coming out? Hawkeye's November. Hawkeye is November. Yeah. All right. So then and Boba Fett is is December. Yep. Spider Man's um, December. Spider Man's December. Matrix. Matrix, I believe, is November. It seems like a November yeah, okay. movie. So October is is many saints in Newark. Mm-hmm. Um, September's Venom, which I'm stoked for. September's Venom. So yeah, it's tons of like, so now now it's like every month something, something big huge. is coming out. And we're living in a time where it's it's dense. Like the Matrix blew my mind in '99. It changed cinema. Yeah. There's no way they're coming back if they're not planning to do that again. Like they're not coming back with a limp script. I mean, they're, they, they got to fix two and three, I, man. They got to fix two. And they three. and I would I don't think they would unless they have that. If I'm Warner Brothers, I'm going. Give me number four. Yeah. Let's see what we got. We'll talk about. And five. if it. If it crushes, then I'll greenlight five. But if I'm Keanu, Carrie Ann Moss, or even Yaya, I'm not touching it unless it's great. Yaya's career is perfect. And, and that Ke- dude has only done good stuff. Keanu's very similar to what we were just talking about with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Keanu Re- but different, because Keanu Reeves will do this thing. Stinker, 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 stinker. Mega thing you remember for the rest of your life. Stinker, stinker, stinker. stinker, stinker. Mega thing you remember for the rest of your life. Like, like once a decade, he's the guy he's, for like two years. I would take his career... Ten times out of anybody else, and he can make so many risks because of it. He like it's like oh okay, he just did this movie no one's ever heard of that's directed TV. Oh, he just did Point Break. Uh, he just did this movie that nobody ever talked about. He just did Speed. He did this movie nobody ever talked about. Bill and, and just, Ted. Bill and Ted. Then and he, he came back at Bill and Ted. Matrix. Uh, and, and then he and then he does uh, John Wick. Yeah, and it's, yeah. It's like dude, that that guy's got the best. I, I, his and somehow the nicest incredible. guy still like that's somehow like that's it, he does yeah. all of this and he gifts motorcycles like he just is this He's wholesome a, like incredible a good, dude a good human like, but I think that's like some karma of like he can come back from that because the world just like he he's good Ryan Reynolds they hear uh, hear the same thing yeah. about him like yeah. everyone that has ever been uh, sent me Jen for my birthday 
Was that sent me aviation gin? My birthday. Oh, nice. Yes, so an absolute just, angel. He's person. a nice. He's a he's a nice. He's a nice human being. So, um, anyway, look, it was a pleasure talking to you. Mm-hmm. First time on big. First thing. time Gotta on. Come back on, and if you and guys, honestly, go check Koi uh, out at Koi Andrew, obviously, um, and you can check him out at the movie trivia showdown. He's hosting the first place quirky mercs. They are crushing from negative it, two to number one. This is nuts. Which is really Historic. crazy. It's a good. It's a good. It's a good thing, and that's uh, that's on the Schmodown channel. This channel, if you have found us, please make sure don't only comment and like the video. That's obviously very important. But what we need you to do right now is subscribe and click that notifications thing. YouTube, it makes you do it, makes you work. And in order to help us out, if you like the conversations that you heard today, click all notifications. So make sure you know, big thing, it's on every Monday, every Wednesday, every Friday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. PST. The podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts, download the episodes, helps us out very much. We do have the movie Trivia Schmodown. If you've never heard of it and you're brand new, you just found us because you were searching people talking about Shang-Chi, well, welcome. And check out the movie Trivia Schmodown. What is it? Well, it's like the the UFC or the WWE of movie trivia. It's a full-on league. Head on over to the movie Trivia Schmodown channel. The link is in the description. Thank you to Quip. Thank you to Koi Jandrew. And thank you to you guys. Appreciate it for joining us here on this Monday, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip sides, homie. have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.